All right, friends, welcome back to your favorite podcast by your favorite host. Bro, you sound so unenthusiastic. <laughs> oh my god, man. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, bro. Here, uh Welcome back to Odd Fish <laughs> with once again your two favorite hosts, Pranav and Rish, coming at you with a hot episode, just like usual. How was that? Was that Get better, ready bro? for the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry for blowing out your ears if that's what happened. Um, but you know it. We're back. One take is all we do. Welcome back to the school. Welcome back to the tank, bro. Happy to have you. Crazy thing about this episode is oh, it's yeah. being, being recorded and released. Season 2, episode 2 on 2-2-2020. Think about that, bro. We got mad too. Yeah, wait, hold on. And there's of two si- of us. Moment of silence to think about that. Two moments of silence. <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't even get through one. <laughs> okay, how about how about a moment of the intro to get through that? A moment. How about two moments of the intro? Okay, we, we're gonna play the we're gonna play the intro twice for you guys <laughs> in honor of this special ass day, bro. Let's get into it. to listen to <laughs> oh man hope you were really enjoying it hope you were hope really you enjoyed those two it. intros um but welcome back to season two episode two um what are we talking about we're talking about we just went to a concert yes yeah, so we went to uh earth gang crazy experience yeah the two of us along with some others but they aren't on the podcast so uh <laughs> I guess we'll never know what they thought about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the two of us uh, went to an Earth Gang concert a couple days ago. And uh, it was super special for me because it was my first real concert. And it was it was super special for Rich because it was probably his hundredth. So, uh, <laughs> so we got two different viewpoints on it for you guys. It was super special for me because it was my first concert with Pranav, my lover. That was our first concert as cool, a couple. Bro. Okay, bro. As a- <laughs> let's let's move on. They they had enough of that, bro. I don't want people to start assuming things. Oh god, <laughs> I'm driving a video. Can people can like look at the chemistry that we have going on, bro? bro you got to stop this right now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, tell the listeners what kind of music that Earth King be doing. So yeah, Earth King. I tried explaining like- it to a friend and I was bad at. It. I was like. They're rap, but they're not really rap. They're like underground rap, but they're like better than rap. And they're not mainstream, but they're they're like rapping better. And that was dang, my... bro, that's literally exactly what Fuck. I was gonna say. Oh, we're so screwed. I'm so well... sorry, dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, what happened is a couple months ago, I discovered Earth Gang off that Revenge of the Dreamers album that dropped, and I was like, wait a second, like these guys are consistently the highlights of every song that they're on. So I started getting into Earth Gang's music a little bit more, and I started like aggressively pushing it onto people but uh but they're good so everybody liked it anyways 
Um, just like you ex- aggressively push your hate of Drake onto people. Yeah, but Drake's bad, so everybody hates him. Anyway. Oh, no, no, I they guess just, people get it. They don't, they don't realize it until somebody points it out to them, much like Earth Gang. So. Yeah, good point. It's just all about these strong opinions that <laughs> people be having these days, I guess. Oh, my Lord. Um, but yeah, Earth Gang... Like Roosh is saying, it's like it's like an underground rap, but not exactly uh, underground, really. Now that they've been like Grammy nominated because of the Dreamers album, uh, but they get they get strong comparisons to Outkast a lot. Atlanta hip hop duo yeah, Johnny duo. Venus yeah. and Doctor Dot. There's two guys. It's not one dude named Earth Gang. There's two of them. And there's not more than two. It's just two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a whole gang. It's just two people. In there's the another gang. two on this episode, bro. Oh, bro, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's actually crazy to me, bro. You think this was planned by us? Pro- not by us. <laughs> not by us. For you sure think Earth not Gang by planned us. it? Earth Gang Anyways, probably planned it. Uh, yeah, the two two dudes on Earth Gang, Johnny Venus, Dr. Dot, one of them is kind of like eccentric, like uh, Andre 3000. The other one's like, you know, top tier rapper, like Big Boy. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the kind of music it's like. So we went to this concert. We had a great time. And uh, it it had us both thinking at the end because both of us kind of came into it with different expectations of what it would be. And we both came out of it uh, probably with different things. Uh, like, you know, we both like got different things out of it, I guess. Um, I don't know, bro. I walked in with you and I walked out with you. So <laughs> <laughs> I did not gain or lose anything. Fair enough, bro. But I I did walk out of that room with both members of Earth Gang that signed one of your senior pictures. Dude. So I oh left with something. Bro. All right. Here painting picture time. All right. <laughs> this is the painting picture segment of Odd Fish. Here we are at the end of the at the end of the concert. Um there's five of us there. And the concert's over. It's really kind of a tiny room compared to a lot of the other venues around Austin and, and the other venues I've been to, but um still a great concert, whatever. But at the end of it, Everyone's running up to the stage and like <laughs> trying to get shit signed by Johnny Venus and Dr. Dot and like a couple of the other performers early on, Mick Jenkins, uh, uh, Wynn, whoever else was there. And they're running up to the stage with their like fanny packs and like paintings and merch and whatnot, like that they brought to the concert, stuff that Earth Gang has and sells. Yeah, like to Earth, get Gang signed. Merch Earth Gang merch. Earth yeah. Gang stuff. And. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, if you want to... No, okay, out of our group, nah, it's probably like the biggest Earth Gang fan. So I was like, nah, 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 you got to go get something signed. Like, go get their autograph. Go get something uh, to remember the concert with. And he's like, bro, I don't know if I have anything. And so he's like looking through his pockets, like sifling through all the shit he has, like headphones. His, I was like, go get your phone uh, phone case signed. He's like, nah, bro, I don't want that. So he's looking, <laughs> he's looking through his he's looking through his wallet. And what is the first thing that he... He goes, he goes oh, bro, I got it. And so he pulls out this 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 like two by three card, and I'm like, what, what what's that? And he flips it around, and it's my senior picture from high school. Don't ask why I have it, but I do. <laughs> that he's had in his wallet for probably three years now. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna go get this sign. I'm like, oh no. But 15 minutes passes, and he goes into the crowd and comes back out. <laughs> With two signatures <laughs> I got it from on both my of them. face. <laughs> so that's that's where Nav uh that's that's Ma- Nav's memento that he got to keep from the concert. No merch or anything, but he does have a senior picture of me signed <laughs> by Wouldn't want anything else. <laughs> 
I bet if you handed it to Doctor Dot or uh, or Venus, or whatever, where they were like, where they were like, uh, hey man, this isn't you. Or they were just like, hey, you want me to sign your picture? Dude, both of them gave me really funny expressions <laughs> when I gave that to them, bro. They were both so, like, amused by the fact that I wanted that sign. <laughs> hey, can you sign this picture of not me? <laughs> they were both like, bro, okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, bro, do you want me to sign the back? Nah, sign the front. Dude. Sign the face. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, um, otherwise, how do you think the concert was? Yeah, so... A uh, cool concert experience, but uh, it's got me like, it had me thinking, right? Because it was my first concert, obviously, thinking, and man. by the end of it, I just came out with the idea of like, concerts are just a really, really weird experience. It's a weird phenomenon that happens with us. Like, think about, think about what actually happens. Like, it's definitely not for everybody. Like, you go spend ridiculous amounts of money on tickets, which we didn't, because. Because we knew about Earth Gang since before they were famous. True, true, true. But, um, well, really just before Mirrorland. But, like, what, whatever, bro. It is what it is. I'll keep, we got tickets I'll keep early. pretending like point. I'm a day one fan. Even we got tickets not. early, so we didn't we didn't have to splurge. Um, but, yeah, so most of the time, though, you're, ex- you're spending excessive amounts of money to go be in this packed room with a bunch of people you don't know. Maybe a couple you do know if you're lucky to... You know, just, like, to stand there for hours, sit through openers until the actual, like, artist comes out. Mm-hmm. And sure, like, the artist is there, and that's, like, a like a wow factor or whatever. But it's not like it's not like the speakers in the venue, like, guarantee you a higher quality music than your headphones. You know, it's like the bass is blown if out. Anything, and it's, it's way worse. Yeah, it's, it's extremely worse, and you're just, like, you're packed together like like fish in a can. Like, like odd like fish us. in a tank, bro. <laughs> You're packed together. So you're like... basically feeling at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or we are. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. You're packed together like odd fish in a tank. Sardines. And the artist comes out. And sometimes they're not even like singing their songs. They're like lip syncing to the track that's already there. Mm-hmm. And they usually like will not go through the full song. They'll usually cut it off in between with some air horns and be like, Oh yeah, oh, yeah who's hyped to be here? Oh, Make noise. Go. Whatever. Boom. Like, yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, uh, there's some part of me that's like, why would you ever want to put yourself through this? And then the mosh pits start forming, and uh, then it just gets so much worse. So I was telling Nav before we went to the concert, like, okay, I, I've, I've been in a Tyler mosh pit, and like, I've been in a couple other concerts where mosh pits were more accepted, or like, it made sense where a mosh pit uh, would happen, but I really didn't think that a mosh pit would come out in the Earth Gang concert, or break out, and then it happened, and then, yeah. How was that? I mean, it was fun, bro. Like, <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, it's fun, bro. God, it was funny seeing everyone thrown around in it. It really and then was. Nob just dude. like fly by, like, hey man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, overall rating of the concert, would you say like positive or negative? Because you were kind of going down a spiral. A rabbit hole there where you didn't really know. Dude, that's the thing is like, in theory, concerts should suck, but I had a great time. And I've been like, I've been trying to figure out why since then. Um, And I think at the end of it, it all comes down to like, okay, there's this quote from stage designer Ez Devlin. She's done like a lot of, a lot of crazy, like expansive stages for really like, uh, well-known artist. Obviously, I know her best from Kanye because she did a bunch of Kanye stages. But anyways, no, <laughs> shut up, bro. <laughs> anyways, 
yeah, real like person I look up to as Devlin, and she talks about how a concert is a unique experience because it's packed with people. So realistically, the ratio of the artist to the act to the performers is like some super obscure fraction one to like make it could be even like thousands you know what i mean but every person there is looking for this one-to-one intimacy with the artist and i think that to a degree is part of why i enjoyed it because i did feel a little bit of that one-to-one intimacy with uh with both the artists of earth gang so i guess it was one to two but like fuck it one takes all we do <laughs> um but not only that it was also a connection with the rest of the people in the venue because if you look at if you look at a lot of the Earth Gang music and a lot of like the music that you know even the openers are playing or that the DJ was playing while we were waiting for them, <laughs> it's not like it's not the type of stuff you hear like just out in public unless you're talking about like Bank or Proud of You or whatever. But there are a lot of Earth Gang songs that are just not that accessible, not that popular. But it was crazy to look around and see like a whole like packed venue of people all like. I hate to use the word again. I hate to bring it back, uh-oh, but like uh-oh, uh-oh. vibing to the okay, same type even... of music that I'd be vibing to. And and so that like that connection made it pretty special, I guess. I think that's a really good point, especially when you in when you're in the moment of surrounded like you're saying packed in with people in this little room. Every little like stigma, notion, gender, racial dis- segregation, I think everything vanishes at that point for me when you're just standing standing there with people who are there for the music who are there for the drum roll vibes <laughs> um i think every other part of life vanishes for that moment every everything that matters is what's on stage and what you hear and what you're seeing and i think that's a really cool point that everyone surrounding everyone surrounding you is there for the same reason that you are like trying to get that connection with the artist and you're trying to you're trying to vibe with them the same way the person next to you trying to vibe with them yeah and i think that's a cool cool thing to experience with everyone for sure for sure um it is something that people be doing. Like, according to Billboard, there's like, what, 35% of people have attended a concert in the last 12 months. That's up from 2%, up by 2%. Only 35%? Well, 66% of them are millennials. So you got to think about like people who are like too old to go or too young to go. Because you do, you do have to be at like a certain age group to find that kind of yeah, thing yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I guess maybe it is heightened in Austin as well. I don't know where that study was probably taken, but. I feel it like was U.S. Austin. as a whole. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does make sense that the number would be up in Austin, right? So yeah, and the um, the weird thing about concerts to me is that it could like it it does like for me the Earth Gang thing ended up being a super special experience, but it could be the exact opposite if done the wrong way, like because. Because it seems like it's more about human connection than anything else to me. And I could be wrong because I've been to one concert before, right? So I don't, I don't know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, we're going to many more, uh, bro. <laughs> we're going to many more. <laughs> um, so it seems to me like it's more about human connection than anything else. But I feel like if a concert's done wrong, it could achieve the exact opposite effect to the point where, like, it's so easy for the people in the concert to dehumanize the performer. And that's when you get things like uh, where Drake was booed off the stage at Camp Flognaut. Mm-hmm. And look, I hate Drake as much as the next guy, probably a lot more than the next guy. <laughs> but that was still not fair. You know what I mean? Like, he came out to do his job. Like, you got to gotta respect that at the very least. But anyways, it's so easy for, like, the perf- the the people in the audience to dehumanize the performers because at the end of the day like you're they're there to provide a service for the audience they're supposed to do something for the audience and it's 
when you're looking at a figure that you like put on the pedestal, you're like listening, you've got them in your ear for months before you actually see them live. It's so easy for them to, to view them as a larger than life or not even human figure. And, uh, and on the other side too, because it can, it can be really dehumanizing from the angle of the performer because for the artist, it's really like they're chasing a check. Like you can't, it's their job at the end of the day to get exactly like that's that's their nine to five at right. the end of the day um because really the average spotify stream earns you 0.006 percent of a dollar so you're getting pretty much no money off spotify just streams. like we're making basically no money off of this episode <laughs> oh no we're making actually no money off this episode like y'all ain't heard any ads yet and you're welcome for that um so that's what's crazy and um I mean, as far as as far as dehumanizing the performer, I think um, the 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 probability of that happening is is pretty far and low. But when that does happen, it's really just not not necessary at all. Because at the end of the day, I feel like when you're going to a concert, you're supposed to go there for a positive vibe. You're supposed to go there for something that's a positive experience in your um, in your mind or whatever. At the end, like yeah, when of you, What you're taking away from it should be positive. And when you start to when you start to put yourself in the shoe of the performer, their experience or what they're taking away from it should also be positive. And if the crowd or audience makes that negative, that's just, there's no win-win in that situation. It should always be a positive experience on both ends of it. But it's, it's like not always something you can control, right? Because like there's, right. there's a possibility that like expectations gets in your way when it's like, you know, I pay like $200 for this ticket and the artist is like late and he's like lip syncing his songs or mm-hmm. whatever. Like you can, I like, it. it's easy for me to see I how understand. that like builds yeah. like, resentment almost Mm -hmm. um that being said though uh so like i was saying earlier concert industry is like the main way for an artist to generate money so if you are like if you're going to be doing concerts like you should be good at them uh in 2017 (laughs) the concert industry generated eight billion dollars in revenue and it's been showing like an upwards trend till then um or since then and you could be like you could be the top artist in the world. You could be Drake. Like, if we're looking at Drake, my dude is making $23.7 million off streams uh, in the last year. And uh, In the last year? Yeah, dude, that's that's Drake oh. for you. And if you're looking oh. at the, like, the .006 per stream, like, that's, that's how many numbers Drake is doing. Yet, it still does not even compare to what he does on tour. Like, Drake's Summer 16 tour, literally four years ago, grossed $85 million. Just that one tour? That one tour, $85 million. Jeez. And if you, look at, if you look at people who, like, outside the world of rap, like U2, they were the highest paid musical act in 2017, uh, grossing $54 million in 2017 alone. However, 95% of that just came from touring, and 4% was from streaming and album sales. I don't know what that 1% was. I don't know where that last 1% came from. <laughs> but basically my point is touring is touring is the check for the artist. And so it's like... And when we say touring, you, you have to understand that it's more than just stepping on a stage and putting out a show because it's it's traveling from place right, to right, place. Right. You're living in basically a mobile home for however long the tour is. Right. You You literally have a show every other day, if not every day. And you're traveling around the world on a constant cycle of get up, perform, sleep, get up, perform, sleep. And that's just a crazy, that's a crazy work life if you think about it from their perspective. For sure, for sure. And it's not something you can easily, you know, shrug off or it's not, it's not the same as going to a 95, nine to five and, and getting your work done and then going home. 
and you know there's no rest in it and yeah i, I understand that people might say that all right that's that's kind of like the dream for me i want to be yeah, out yeah, there for sure, for sure. touring i want to be making my own music expressing myself embracing myself you know that's how yeah of that's course. that's their dream for that but uh or for for when they look up to those artists but there's also there's two sides to every it's a double-edged sword like you said for sure um yeah so just like basically that's my whole point of that is to see how it can be like negatively perceived i guess mm-hmm. and i think another thing because i haven't uh, we haven't been to a uh i haven't been to a festival with you yet but festivals are crazy because it's the same uh it's the same concert experience except it's way less emphasized in terms of the relationship between performer and artist that we're talking about because for sure all of a sudden you're in literally because i i can quote unquote say i've seen bruno mars at in concert except yeah. i was literally half a mile away from him yeah and you know covered by a thousand people and he's just so far away and i've obviously i wish i was front row but that kind of stuff costs more it takes more time out of your day you got to like stand there all day and you know there's a lot of drawbacks to that as well but i think the immediate issue that a lot of people have been facing at concerts is the issue of phones sure and there is a lot of like the the boomer energy versus the Gen Z <laughs> energy, and I yeah 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 I know you guys had that guest episode on it, so um, you can touch back to that on what boomer energy exactly is and how it plays into this. But basically, what boomers always be preaching is that don't bring your phone to a concert. You're there for the vibes. You're there to be in yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't try to take pictures or videos because you're not going to remember anything. You only remember things if you experience them. Um, what was my quote again? You have to be. You have, you have to. to- Gain experience. No, you have to experience things to gain experience, bro. <laughs> yeah, there you awesome. Go. There you Brilliant, go. Brilliant, bro. There's the boomer quote for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gen Z energy is on the other side of the spectrum where you have to you have to take pictures, you have to take videos in order to remember them because any pictures, videos help you remember the experiences you went through. Yeah. What's your take on that? Um, well to be like looking back at my videos from the concert, like I kinda wish I took a couple more just because like obviously it's not like good quality compared to what's on Spotify or like being Especially there that one person. video you sent me, bro. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Dude, okay. Quick side story. After we go to the concert that night we're both really tired, we go to bed, but later later that night, like at twelve fifty twelve fifty or whatever, Nov sends me a video, sends all of us who went to the concert a video is like, Oh guys, look at this video I took of this one song <laughs> and I didn't look at it for like a whole the next next half of the day. And then eventually I get around to it and I'm like, Oh, I remember Nov sent me this video. So I go and click on it, and it's the most, <laughs> the most pixelated, like, took on a potato kind of video. <laughs> and I, Nav, Nav really was like hyping up this video. So I talked to Nav at the end of the day. I'm like, Nav, why, we, why is this the video that you sent me? Like, this, this shit sucks, bro. Why, why, why did you send me this? <laughs> it looked fine on my phone, bro. <laughs> Turns out the video got completely like encrypted by the time he sent it to me. So it was just a bunch of pixels, and he had a great video. But the point is, I think that. Uh, you said you wanted to take more videos. And yeah, just because, like, realistically, like, if they're not as good as what you see on Spotify, it's still, like, it brings back the memory, sort of. And so that makes it that makes it pretty cool to me, I guess. Appa- okay, so apparently people have done, quote-unquote, studies, scientific studies, on uh, <laughs> <laughs> using your phone um, at a concert. And this one psychologist, uh, Dr. Linda Henkel, says that, like, when we rely on an external memory aid, like a photo or a video or anything that sort of accords the experience or tries to emulate what you're experiencing, what you remember isn't as much as what actually took place or what basically the click on the camera isn't 
can't be outsourced into your memory. And I'm not sure if I completely agree with that because uh, as many as consoles, you're really gonna I've disagree to, with science, dude, bro. Yeah, okay. I think this is one of the few things where I'm like, everybody's experience is different, and I think I don't think you can bring science into an experience because at the end of the day, I do picture myself as somewhat of a like photographer slash videographer in whatever experience i go to whether it's okay <laughs> no i'm just kidding bro if y'all haven't seen rich's photography instagram like follow it like i let me let me make this very clear oh, to you shit i do not respect rich at all <laughs> <laughs> but he takes good pictures bro i gotta give him that <laughs> I'm dead. That was, that was the funniest thing you said. Oh my god. So aside aside from the minor plug and complete disrespect I have from Pranav now, um, we need to talk after this episode, bro. What are you talking about, bro? I said you take good pictures. What are you why are you mad? Point is I can't really take good pictures at a concert. I get that. Not everyone can, unless you're at the front row with a big-ass camera and whatever. I get that I'm not going to be taking, you know, high-quality 4K videography or, or high-quality pictures at a concert, but I feel like any experience that I'm in, the pictures and videos that I take, allow me to step back into the experiences that I was going through at the time and remember, um, for, like, for example, remember the, the way the song made me feel or remember the way the crowd jumped at that time. Remember how the mosh pit broke out right after that song ended, or right after that video got cut. Or remember like a, a silly ass face that Nav made at me during the <laughs> concert, or like Andrew saying something, like one of my friends like saying something during concert. You know, it's something that brings back a memory to me when I watch it. You know, a week later, a year later, or even decades later. And I think that kind of thing is is sort of a uh, like a like a visual. A memory book for me to to reference my memories into because you can't I can't I can't think about the concert and just pick out little memories at all times in my mind I'm, I've got everyone's got a million things in their mind and I feel like something to help them remember that could be a video and a or a photo um agrees disagrees not really I know I'm disagreeing with science so I guess no 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 um I was oh man that gave me a really good uh, idea for another topic but we'll talk about we'll we'll do another we'll talk about when we have our when we have our odd fish yeah yeah bro, of course. Our, <laughs> Um, but I think uh, another thing that Dr. Uh, Tankle says is that like in order, to, in order to remember and access and like interact with the photos rather than just amass with them, she says like an iPhone photo or like you know the grainy the grainy kind of the shaken whatever <laughs> video that you get from it can't really replicate those experiences. And I get that that's that's science speaking right there because when whatever you take on a photo um, uh, a video can't replicate exactly 100% what happened. But like I said, it gives me an idea into what exists in my mind, and it can it can sort of tap into what already happened. And I feel like that's a, that's an important thing to have, especially because at this point you don't have to take an extra f- camera into this into the venue. You don't have to bring a whole like you don't have to bring your MacBook and hold it above your head and like hit play on you know the space bar. You can just bring your phone, and that has everything with it. So I think the access to technology should be leveraged in a way that we can access those memories again and again. Well, okay. Hear me out. I I don't know the first thing about what it means to take a good photo, but in my eyes, you're an extremely talented photographer, and it's like it's not just like taking a picture to capture an experience. Like it's an art to you. Like you're almost curating the experience. Like you're like you go into a like 
when you do photography, you have an idea of the intent you want to establish. It's not just things that are happening on accident. And there's this quote from one of our architecture professors where he says, like, every time you sketch a building, like a little bit of it becomes yours. And I feel like the same thing applies to you when Mm. you're like photographing a concert is like a little bit of that experience, like just like resides in those photos because you're just like, you're like just that skilled at it. And it's just that much of an art (laughs) to you, bro. And you like, you'll never catch me hyping you up like this again, (laughs) bro. But like, that's, that's how I be feeling. This is my favorite episode ever, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one to go out there and record an entire, uh, uh, concert or you know watch the concert through my phone I'm not that kind of person but I, I do agree to an extent that it does allow me to take the, take the experience of the concert and translate it into a different medium whether that be mm-hmm. photography or videography it allows me to document it in, an, in a completely unique but also an extension of that experience so for sure I think it's for cool sure. um, and I think it's similar to like a like you know the Google Google Rewind or YouTube Rewind or whatever happens it's like you get to re-experience those experiences later. I don't know why people wouldn't want to do that because um, you can't retain everything in your head. But to each their own. Whatever science <laughs> says, bro. Whatever science says, Whatever bro. Science. You can't disagree with science. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At the end of the day, it is all about the drumroll vibes. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry that you had to hear that. Um, and it is about who you're with because um do you remember freshman year we went to that one uh ut had like 40 acres on campus and we went to that campus or we went to the concert and uh it was it was mark e basie yeah um funny name bro by the way (laughs) um but neither was actually like religiously religiously listened to him i I literally never heard of the guy yeah and neither had a couple of our other friends but i had listened to him in concert he was like an opener for someone else um, but the point was, none of us gave a shit about the music that was being played, um, although it was decent. None of us <laughs> cared. None of us cared about what exactly the uh, music was. But all the homies were there, so it was fun. Yeah, that's true. That is that that was pretty cool. So I think whatever percentage it is, whatever percentage science says it wants to be, <laughs> of uh, the experience being taken over by who you're with. Um, who you're surrounded by does play a lot into what your uh, output experience definitely, is. Definitely, definitely. Um, for for Exhibit A, if I didn't go to the Earth Gang concert with Pranav, probably wouldn't have had a good enough time, bro. Bro. Probably bro. wouldn't have been as good. Why you, why you be hyping <laughs> hey, me up I gotta up hype like you up that, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, final thing I do want to touch on before we close out this experience of vibes is that... Uh, I'm not a big fan of tall people, bro. Bro. I don't know how you felt about that, that being your first concert, whatever. I hope you shared that same sentiment because we're the same height. Yeah, bro. People be tall sometimes. (laughs) And and when they're tall, it gets hard to see, bro. (laughs) I remember I was, uh, I saw Gold Link and Daniel Caesar at Lollapalooza. And my friends were a little bit further away from me, but I was right on, like, there's a barrier and, and like, mm-hmm. there's like a middle walkway. And there was this guy, I swear to God, he was 10 foot four, bro. <laughs> he was standing right in front of me bro. with his three foot two girlfriend in front of him. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I could not see a thing. And I still hate that guy oh, to this man. day. Bro, I oh. feel that. I feel that. That was one of the concerts where I had to hold my phone up and like take a video. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to see anything. You wouldn't have been able to see him, yeah. I would just be able to hear. 
But, what do you uh, think about big concerts versus small concerts? Since you're since you're the expert here, I'm no what expert, do you like bro. more? Um, obviously, small concerts because this goes back to what we we're saying about the relationship from the mm-hmm. artist to performer or mm-hmm. artist to uh, uh, experiencer viber. Yeah, one to one ratio. Right, exactly. I think the smaller the venue, the smaller the the crowd, um, the better the vibes and the better the um, the better the relationship between the two. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't experience a bigger concert. Cause obviously if you go to a big concert and you're still first row, the experience is almost the same. I think. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. The proximity does make a big factor too. Like yeah. how far you are. Um, yeah, I think the same thing with festivals too, when you're in a big, like giant festival, uh, yeah. setting, you know, there's millions of people around you and it's, it's just not the same as being in like a small, like we went to earth gang, you know, a small yeah. room at the end of the day, uh, probably like a couple hundred people. That's it. Yeah. Um, everyone's got like a, a close, uh, like proximity wise, really close to the stage. Everyone's can everyone can see the artist. The artist you can like almost you can almost tell that you're like almost looking in your eyes, but probably not. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more intimate. It's probably a probably more uh heightened experience for sure. And like, I personally think like concerts can get cooler when they're even smaller than that. Like I went to a show with a local Austin rapper, shout out Tone Royal, who literally called me up on stage and let me rap a verse to one of his oh, yeah. songs. Like small artists are just like they just want to hang out with you more. Like it just it's just yeah. cool, I guess. I don't know. What do I know, bro? What do I know? You're just a rapper up in the coming, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. He's getting there. I'll, I'll catch you at my concert someday, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding, bro. Uh, will, I, will I be able to get in free? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you laugh at that? Because you know the answer, bro. <laughs> oh, my no, God. Can no. we close out this episode of absolute disrespect, bro? Yeah, you're right. You're right, bro. Absolute right. disrespect. At the end of the day... We had a great time at Earth Gang. For sure, for sure. A great time. Uh, looking forward to more concerts with you, bro. Okay, bro. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's our episode talking that's about uh, what it's like to be at a concert. Have you ever been to a concert before? What was your experience like? What would you have liked to be different? Have you ever put on a concert oh, to yeah. all the to all the local rappers listening and whatever? To, whatever uh, kind of music episode? you do, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just on stage with a violin. That's a concert right there. That's facts, bro. So what was what was that like? How was that experience? You don't um, even have to be playing the violin. It was just sitting you there. You could just nice be studio. standing there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a concert in my mind. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Any ideas for future episodes we should do? Any future guests that you would like to see? Any yes, future sir. guests you'd like to be? Um. <laughs> Drop us a like, comment on Instagram. Hit us with a follow. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter. Hashtag Oddfish. Give us an anchor message. You know the one, too. <laughs> um, shout out to the special episode, episode two, season two. Coming to you live from February 2nd. That is 22202. Coming from coming to you from the two fish talking about the two Ooh. Earth Gang episodes. Two Earth Gang members. Bro, bro, I can't do this anymore. This is too hot. <laughs> we're about to we're about to peace out. He's Two's burning up, down bro. the studio. Two's up. <laughs> Two's up. Peace out. This is Oddfish coming to you live. We'll see you next week. <laughs>